Welcome back to another episode of the Red Carpet Cafe, and I am one of your hosts, Eric Root. And I am your other host, Bree Prout. Bree, it's been too long. I mean, over <laughs> a month since we last recorded, and um, lots happened since then. Um, you know, the flu went rampant through my household. And to some extent, I still have a lingering cough from it, but I know it was flu because believe it or not, there's actually a test for the flu and there's two types. There's flu A and flu B mm-hmm. and our household had tested positive for influenza A, mm. which is pretty common. Mm-hmm. It's such a pain in the ass to get rid of and the freaking mm-hmm. cough. Ugh. So, yeah, because, of course, there was always the concern of COVID, but um, everybody tested negative, and then the doc's like, well, let's test you for flu, and I'm like, that's a thing? <laughs> All right. It is. Okay. I've been tested yeah. for the flu so many times, that's why I get the flu shot every year. Yeah, so we had that to deal with, and then I got my littlest one who just turned one, and she's teething pretty hard, and that's been painful, and mm. my son going through, the only thing I can describe is terrible threes. He's, <laughs> everything is mine, mine, me, 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 help, help, help. And it's like, oh, all right, buddy. One day <laughs> when he's older and listening to this and I may or may not be around and be like, look, buddy, we still love you, but you are a pain in the ass at age three. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's not why we were chatting today. We're, no. uh, we're chatting about a show that's on hulu that um is based on a real life court drama or situation that happened in real life and i didn't know that they had made this into a a tv basically series until you were like oh you need to watch this Mm -hmm. but um yeah the girl from plainville Mm -hmm. um the quick synopsis it's a new hulu hulu drama the girl from plainville starring Elle fanning Colton Ryan and Chloe Savigny. Uh, It's the latest true crime story to hit our screens based on the truly astonishing story of Michelle Carter, who is the girl from Plainville, um, who is charged with killing her boyfriend. But all is not as straightforward as it seems. The narrative packs in suicide, suspected murder, teen romance, mental health struggles, tragic text messages, and a landmark murder trial that has set a fascinating precedent about the power of words. One, my first impression, before I ask you yours, I have to tell you, Elle Fanning, I love the fact that she's playing the lead character in this, and that because we're so used to seeing her as, you know, just this soft, sweet, character actress in most of the things that she does mm-hmm. but man she's taking crazy to a whole new level holy smokes <laughs> what was your impression of this series and i think it's what only one season i imagine yeah it's just a i can't series. think they'll do anything beyond no. that unless there's <laughs> something new that happens in the case yeah no it's just a mini series um i mean it caught my attention enough that I told you that I thought you needed to see it. 
Um, I was watching it as it was coming out, so um, I would have to like wait for the next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I found it very interesting. I remember when this happened. So, I mean, I kind of touched base on this, but um, the whole situation that I, I think if you explain it a little bit more more people will be like oh yeah i remember that there was this girl michelle carter who um long story short basically texted her boyfriend to tell him to kill himself and he did right right and then and it became this it happened in out in mass and it became this um it was in the news for a very long time and this kind of takes place it's it's everything leading up to it's like from them meeting through really into her early 20s, both the trial. She didn't actually go to trial until she was in her, I think she was in her early 20s through um, school, like when she went to college. So that's mm-hmm. kind of like centers around. Um, so when I saw that this was a miniseries, I was like, gosh, I like I kind of remember that. And so watching it and seeing it, um, I mean, there were times where I was like, I went back and forth a lot. Like I, like, I always thought like, just from news and what limited knowledge you get from the news and also not being completely enveloped in it. Um, I thought that it was like a situation where he was obsessed with her and, um, and that's, this was the result and that is not the case um no, i would say quite the opposite um and it was more of her obsession with him i mean they both when you because they use real text messages throughout the show um right. to reference the relationship like they didn't really have they they didn't have a physical relationship they didn't even really have a relationship of being around each other in person their relationship was through text message their entire relationship for years yeah the other thing though is that with the text messages though they become so intense and personal that you can see where at some point it's almost like she would she almost like got off on the power of being able to get him to do things and even the and again the power of words where she was at one point telling him you know i dare you to kill yourself i dare mm-hmm. you to do this and did you are you going to do it are you going to chicken mm-hmm. out i mean like talk about peer pressure on a totally different level but right. he also was isolating himself in a lot of ways and only communicating with her mm-hmm. and that's another problem about his feelings and where he was at mentally yeah, yeah yeah i mean had he had a broad scope of friends involved you can't help but wonder that at some point wouldn't somebody have talked him off the ledge so to speak in yeah. order to try and get him to go dude this chick's crazy mm-hmm. you need to stay away yeah um, I, I mean i think that to a degree they were both struggling oh yeah emotionally and mentally um it's just it's just what was so interesting to me so there's a few pieces here so like it's almost like i feel like there's a point right in the very beginning of the mini series where um cuz it it starts with him having just killed himself 
Right. And she's crying about it. And friends who aren't really friends from school are coming over to like console her. And she tells her parents and they're like, who's Conrad? Like they have no idea who this guy even is. Right. But she's she's absorbing all the attention because she wouldn't have gotten it otherwise. Yeah. And so I almost feel like, I don't know, like that's the impression I got. Like, I think that, I mean, shoot, we're trying to solve something that like went to court that couldn't be solved. But like, I feel, I personally feel like her obsession with attention Mm -hmm. and um and the loss of someone else and the attention that that could bring to her like i think that that's kind of like what she like thrived off of i mean she wanted to know before he did it if she could let his family know that she was his girlfriend even though they had never really had like a boyfriend girlfriend discussion prior to that and he told her yes and he wrote these letters to his family letting them know you know, they're, they're basically like his suicide notes, like his letters that he wrote to everyone. And he seemed to have a really close relationship with his mom, but then there wasn't a letter for her, mm-hmm. but there's one for Michelle. And so Michelle, when she shows up to the, the wake, she's, it's like, she already assumes that she's a part of the family. And, right. and I guess that I find them found most interesting is like when it came time for the court, it was almost like, his mom, played by Chloe, who's phenomenal, by the way. I loved her in Big Love. Um, it was kind of like she was shocked. Like she didn't, she she noticed odd things with Michelle, like her, that um, she threw this, um, uh, what was it, home runs for Conrad or something like that, right, some kind right. of baseball. Um, like a charity yeah, I can't up, think yeah. of the word I'm trying to think of. Um, but his friend wanted to do that and wanted to do it at their school with their friends and his family. And she, like, took over the entire thing, had it all the mm-hmm. way in her town with people who had no idea who he was. And she was quite literally the center of all of the attention. And you can kind of see, um, like, her. Uh, Conrad's mom has the appearance in the show of like this is a little weird but she still like goes along with it and maintains this relationship with Michelle because Michelle was quote-unquote Conrad's girlfriend right um so what I found very interesting is after I was done watching the show there was a 60 minutes um whole episode about really about the show and the Mm -hmm. media attention everything that really happened and then his aunt conrad's aunt and conrad's mother were on the 60 minutes episode and they feel quite the opposite of what their character how their character was portrayed in this like Mm -hmm. they didn't like michelle they don't like michelle They, they they you know she you know in their mind she had an opportunity to help someone who needed help and instead of doing that she encouraged his like illness Mm -hmm. um and over the edge yeah and but it's like but it's also interesting too because at one point they're in the courtroom and they're talking about like how she goes from like being so madly in love with him to like literally the next day like changing the tune and like i don't know like but being that they were both so young like i can't imagine i don't even want to imagine like the 
what that was doing to her mentally, having someone say this to her every single day, but also mm-hmm. what it was doing to him mentally feeling that way every single day and not really having support, even in the person who you thought you were the closest to. So it's like, I, right. I don't know. I mean, I, the show did not get good reviews. Um, I think it was like six, three out of 10 on IMDb. Sure. I, and I get it. I, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that you, anytime you have something that is covering a real life story, you have to consider that they're going to change and alter some things to try and make it more consumable for a mass audience. Mm-hmm. So where like your final court case resolution on what happens with her and such that's that's documented fact you can find Mm -hmm. that anywhere you can google it right now if you really want to so you can't alter that but you can alter personalities you can alter Mm -hmm. little nuances to try and add extra drama maybe where the drama didn't exist Mm -hmm. but here's the one thing that i took away from it both of these two kids and i mean we learned that they met and i think it was some kind of at the Florida on vacation, I think mm-hmm. it was. Yep. And All then, the uh, crazies go to Florida, I'm telling you. Right, right. Yeah, he, uh, Florida guy in the news mm-hmm. today. No. Um, but they met on vacation. They corresponded at that point uh, going forward via text messaging. Mm-hmm. But clearly both of these two have some severe mental issues when it comes to like either depression or... Uh, I don't know if she was diagnosed as bipolar, but the way she acted, I'm like, yeah, I mean, she'd act one way towards him and then towards everyone else trying to seek that attention. She was trying to play the loving girlfriend. And, you know, it catches her parents by surprise. It catches his mom by surprise. And my whole thought is, is, Okay, I know that your teens are going to keep secrets from you because as a teen, we do that Mm -hmm. to our parents. But how could you not know that for that long? At some point, truth is going to rear its ugly head, you would like to think. Right. So even though I tried to keep, you know secrets from my parents, at some point, a few of them are going to sleep, are going to slip out. And it just, you know, it is what it is. Um, nothing detrimental, nothing illegal, nothing immoral or anything like that. But nothing I mean, that you're going to admit to on a podcast. Right. No, I mean, it was just relationship <laughs> wise, you know, like, you, you know, you think in your head a relationship's going a certain way. And then when things start to go sm- south, you know, that's when the things usually tend to come forward. If you have any kind of reasonable relationship with your parents. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're completely shut out because they shut you out, I get it, but his mom didn't seem like the type of person that did yeah, that. She seemed to be like a, a lot more involved. Yeah, it seemed like they had a very close relationship, and partly because right. he had tried to kill himself previously. Sure, and I don't post any blame on the parents at this point, because clearly we know, based on how the court case played out, that she was found guilty of basically contributing to his death um, 
in some of the craziest ways, but it's now set precedence for the future in case there are other crazies out there thinking, oh, you know what, I'm just going to talk people into, you know, I'm going to talk this person into killing themselves via text message. Well, guess what? Your ass is probably going to go to jail. Yeah, I feel like this... Documented as precedence. I feel like, too, it was also like a... um... Uh, an attack on bullying too agreed yeah and i can see where this case would also be used as a possible precedence in a bullying case especially when it comes to you know text messaging or emails Mm -hmm. online anything like that so i feel like this has already been done before in some aspects it may not have been a relationship but i feel like bullying into killing themselves has happened before i swear Mm -hmm. over the last 10 to 15 years there's been a few news stories about something like that which is always incredibly tragic Mm -hmm. um and how bullying is still even around in this day and age is beyond me um i know that things are getting tighter and tighter but then we also live in a world where you know you got Ovaldi. Yeah, Parkland. You got all these different school shootings, and some of them in the past, prior 20 years or so, whenever you've heard of incidences of violence of any kind, it's usually from a bullying aspect. Like the person being bullied ends up becoming the one that does the bad thing. But lately, no, it's just unstable kids getting their hands on guns doing bad things and uh, just you know that's a whole nother podcast when it comes to gun control so i don't want to get too far down the rabbit hole on that one but the bottom line is is that you're right this is straight up the way she played it in real life texting she bullied him into killing himself Mm -hmm. and it sucks on so many levels yeah the kid had a lot going for him Mm-hmm. It's really sad to think that both of them and going through whatever they had that they were going through that neither one of them ever thought to reach out to anyone else other than each other. Right. Because so much of this could have been avoided had they done that. But I think that that kind of speaks volumes too. I mean, purely speculation, but based on the show, which is what we're talking about, like the show gives the impression of like, a really like nurturing mom who was doing mm-hmm. everything she could to try to understand and help where she could. And, and he just didn't let her in. Yeah. And, you know, on the other side of that with Michelle and her, I almost feel like, oh, gosh, her life was like a fantasy land. It's like, she didn't see reality, you know, like there's, true, true to the story um, and her, her, who she was, not just, for the dramatic purposes of the show was obsessed with glee and and the show was quite literally like having these fantasies of her life with Conrad or her life in general, all surrounding things that she saw in this show. And it's like, you know, she played the lies so well to her family that it's like, they didn't even see, you know, and she would, basically pretend that she was happy or in love or whatever her family believed it but it's like i feel like 
she lied to herself so well that she believed it that everyone else believed it too like it just kind of like it it blows my mind like people who believe their own lies as Mm -hmm. like truth are like the most dangerous people on the planet like those are the kind of people who terrify me they're the kind of people i don't want to be around because scary stuff happens well it's like in politics in the last you know handful of years or so um you know if you say the lie enough then you make it become a reality even if it isn't Mm -hmm. and that's kind of how she played it you know she Mm -hmm. just kept saying the same story fabricated stories over and Mm -hmm. over and over in order to try and gain the popularity Mm -hmm. and And sometimes she messed up and people would catch on Mm -hmm. and then she'd have to backtrack Mm-hmm. And then you're now telling a whole new set of lies, which then yeah. make the situation even weirder. Uh, yeah. What was your overall impression, though, of the series? I would, from staying true to the story to kind of retell what happened, I would say I was impressed with that. Um, you mentioned um, you mentioned Elle and her acting abilities. I was really impressed with her in this show Mm -hmm. very much so and i think that just costuming and makeup they did a really fantastic job too of recreating michelle carter i mean right down to like in the courtroom like there's the scene in the courtroom where she turns around and you know her if you followed the court case like her like infamous eyebrows and like suddenly they're like (laughs) these caterpillars on her face but like I mean, when I was watching it and she didn't, cause they, they did like, they played it so well that you see her from behind and she mm-hmm. turns around and I thought, Oh my God, like they brought Michelle Carter in to play herself in the courtroom. Um, yeah. I mean, just really fantastic. Um, Colton Ryan, who plays Conrad or Coco. Um, uh-huh. I was really impressed with him too. Um, he's, he got it. Him and Elle actually both had an opportunity to sing in the show with her like glee fantasies. Oh, wow. Um, but he also is, um, in, um, a musical that I like very much. So that also kind of is, well, not kind of, it absolutely is centered around, um, teen suicide. And that's, um, Dear Evan Hansen. And so he's, right. mm-hmm. he's in that as well. So it was, really cool to see him outside of that because that was my introduction of Colton Ryan. Um, but, oh, dang, like she's, you know, I mean, even her sister's phenomenal. I think they're just a very talented family. I just, I, there was a period right. of time where Dakota, her sister was in, gosh, like everything new that was coming out that was just blow <laughs> you away really good. She yeah. was in, and Elle started following in her sister's footsteps and really just has branched out and become not her sister's sister. She's L. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's really, that's kind of cool to see too, as someone who watches a lot of TV and movies and can appreciate that. Um, so I was, I was impressed with it. I would give it far more than a 6.3. I don't think that it was exactly true to the storyline. Um, but I think that right. they stayed as true to it as they could and perhaps there's some legalities with that i'm not sure um i would bump this up to probably like a seven eight okay um i definitely agree with the fact that l did a phenomenal job 
And again, she showed range where in the past we've seen her do a lot of, again, easy characters, cute. She could just be fluff, but still compassionate. Um, But in this case, you see the raw intensity in certain scenes where you're like, I've not seen that from her before. I don't know that I want to give it a rating. And I think part of it is because, yeah, I know it's a, an, an adaptation of um, the actual live court case. But ultimately, I think that if somebody wanted to know more about the court case itself, and I would go, you need to probably watch The Girl from Plainville. And that's because you're going to get a lot more of the raw side of it that they talked about in the court. This will kind of piece it all together, but just know that there's some liberties that are taken in probably some of the interpersonal communications dealing with Michelle and, you know, his mom and her mom. Uh, It's straightforward on what you see between her and him, Michelle and Mm -hmm. Colton, because, um, when you see in the beginning that he's gone, all you have left is his interactions via text and some flashbacks, but Mm -hmm. mostly his text interactions. And Mm -hmm. that's what the court case was just based off of, but you can see how the mental instability of her side starts to break down in the early stages. I mean, Mm -hmm. she's crying and then all of a sudden, Oh, you guys have to help me pick out a dress for the wait. Mm -hmm. What? calm down chica Mm -hmm. this guy who's your boyfriend just died Mm -hmm. let's talk it out let's worry about fashion accessories maybe later Mm -hmm. so i think it would be a good kind of um stepping stone but again like anything else is dramatic you can only put so much into it but Mm -hmm. interesting overall i I would recommend it though for someone who is interested in in kind of that true crime genre Mm mm-hmm well, it's not kind of. I mean, if you're into the true crime genre, because this isn't this isn't a fictional story. It, it's right. based on the actual actual events. Um, but yeah, pretty good. Anything you want to add before we wrap it up? No, um, I think that's a good synopsis and summary. Um, yeah, I I'm glad that I was able to watch it and make that recommendation. Um, very interesting. Well. On that note, everybody, um, thank you again for listening to the Red Carpet Cafe. Uh, and I am one of your hosts, Eric Root. And I am your other host, Bree Pro. <laughs> and don't forget that the Red Carpet Cafe is a member of the Be Kind Rewind Podcast Network. You can find us on the web at bkrpn.com. And we're going to try to come up with a game plan to get some more content out here and not go, you know, month, month and a half between uh, podcast episodes. Uh, But in the meantime, everybody, especially anyone living in states or countries that are having issues with the heat wave, please take care of each other and please take care of yourselves and each other. Stay hydrated and stay safe. Have a great week, everybody. Crazy bitch, but you're so good I'm on top of it when I 
my dream I'm doing you all night Scratches all down my back to keep me right on You keep me right on You're crazy but I like the way